me record. So welcome to Burgess Power Hour on Zoom. As I was saying before, normally we do these uh, on the phone with our recordings and our um, conferencing calls and those types of things, but I felt like the last couple of months we've been doing it on Zoom. In case you wanted to use your video, we're here so you can see us. Uh, if not, that's fine too. And I've muted everybody, so again, you can unmute yourself yourself by hitting star six if you're on a phone, or uh, just hit the mute button down below if you're on Zoom, you can unmute yourself. And there will be times I wanna unmute all of us. So if you have background noise, please be mindful of that because I'm gonna unmute us because this is a, uh, an experiential thing. If those of you who know me, you know that's what I'm all about. Those of you who don't know me, get ready. <laughs> Because we're going to play. All right. So this power hour that we're going to be doing tonight, uh, and by the way, when you do join me with, with the virtual workshops that we're doing and all the live webinars that I do, I do use PowerPoint some and that kind of thing. But tonight, we're not doing any of that. It's all about seeing each other and talking and me yakking, okay? And you experiencing and discovering. And tonight is all about da -da -da -da, give as you go and create a flow. And as Christina said, um, uh, earlier this morning, at nine o'clock this morning, I was on uh, the WOW Wednesday on Women's Prosperity Network call, and we were talking about Essence of Abundance as well. So I'm staying with that theme tonight, Go and, and it's give as you go and create a flow, the essence of abundance. No matter where you are, in your quest for prosperity, no matter what's happening in your life right now, I know for some of us it's challenging, yes? Just nod or have your phone go up and down if you want, okay? So yeah, so for some of us it's challenging at times because of we don't know, there's the what ifs, there's a lot of fear going around, there's a lot of anxiety, and certainly not knowing what's happening next for some of us, right? And um, I just want to say tonight I want to give you a couple of tools for sure, but we're going to go in and discover maybe some of your subconscious beliefs because that's what I love to do around your prosperity and your wealth and your consciousness right now, especially now, okay, because my belief is it's always, there's always, it's always a good time to make money. Always, always. There's Robert. I see you, Robert. I see Krista. I feel like romper room. I don't know if any of you know that from uh, back in Atlanta days. I don't know if they have that everywhere, but I see everyone. I see you in my mirror. Okay. So I just want to say get your pens and your paper out because uh, we are going to do a little bit of digging and discovering, and you're going to want to write some things down probably, um, and that way we'll share. So the first thing I want to say is uh, that we're all abundant. Now, I'm going to unmute, unmute us, so remember, if you have background noise, stay muted, okay? Because I want you to tell me, what are you abundant with? I want you to think about, what am I really abundant of? What do I have an abundance of? So just tell me. Yell it out. Love. 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 <laughs> what else? Joy. Joy. Awesome. Um, money. Money. Okay, awesome. What else? Mm. What'd you say, Robert? Free air. <laughs> Free air. <laughs> um, water. Water. Go, Krista. Go. Okay. Food. 
food. Okay. Work. Work. An abundance of work. <laughs> knowledge. Abundance of knowledge. I like that. What else? Abundance information. Did I hear man? No, I didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> information. Information. Awesome. <laughs> what else are you abundant with? What do you have a lot of? The ocean. An ocean. Yay. How about an abundance of stuff? Clutter. Or an abundance of death, uh, de uh, debt for some of us, right? Some of us might have an abundance of debt. Oh, debt, might clutter, yep. Clutter, you know, an abundance of clutter. Duh, absolutely. An abundance of dogs I hear in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so when people say to me, I want to be more abundant, be mindful of what you're asking for. Because... <laughs> Again, this came up in the call this morning. Really pay attention to what you're asking for and what you're wanting and visioning. Some of you may have said all along, I want to slow down. I want to have more time with my family. I want to be able to just live my life a little easier. And bam, a pandemic comes. And so now for many of us, we've slowed down. For many of us, we have stopped for a minute and looked around and said, what is really important to us? Mm -hmm. right and we've stopped and said okay what is really going on that's really important that I can focus on and maybe I can do some of the things that I had always put on the back burner or maybe I was not liking myself or loving my life or being in the business I wanted or creating the job that I love those types of things and now I'm forced quote forced to be to look at maybe another way of doing things so I find that highly interesting to look at what, be mindful of what you ask for and be mindful of what you create because you are powerful creators, whether you understand it, know it, believe it or not. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and mute us back over. Those are excellent, by the way. And then just in time. All right. So I'm going to mute us and then I'm going to tell, talk a little more and then I want us to do some writing and we're going to share here in a minute. All right. So the thing, what I say about um, give as you go and create a flow, uh, those of you who know me and know my story or one of my crazy stories in my life, I, I gave my way to prosperity. So not long ago, I was divorced. I had a two and a half year old son. I lost my home. I lost my business. I was bankrupt. Um, I pretty much uh, was Blanche Dubois, if any of you know what that is, streetcar named Desire, but I was depending on the kindness of strangers. And I, you know, I didn't have any place to live and I would, you know, live with my friends. And I was asking myself, why is this happening to me? I'm a good person. I was teaching workshops then. Hello, I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing it 37 years, right? So I was teaching workshops and I was like, why? I'm adding value. Have you ever asked yourself that? Why is this happening to me? I'm a good person. This should not be happening. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, right? So not so long ago, that you know, it wasn't that long ago in retrospect, but what I started doing to shift my consciousness, to shift myself out of, I don't have enough. I'm not enough. There's something wrong. I can't make it. Why is this happening? Oh, woe is me. Now, I was teaching people not to be victims, right? And to, <laughs> yeah, I was teaching people about law of attraction. I was 
I was sharing that information because I believed in it, but I didn't give up. And so I surrounded myself with people that reminded me of my own worthiness and my own value. And I started giving my way to prosperity. And what I mean by that is even if I had a dollar, okay, in terms of money, right? I said, okay, if, if I have a dollar and this person over there needs it and wants it and asked for it, or even if they didn't, I would give it to them. Now, guess what that did for me? That raised my vibration up where I felt abundant. I felt like I added value. I felt like even if I gave them a smile or gave them my time or gave them my love, but definitely giving them cash, okay, helped me raise my vibration up enough to where I felt like, oh, I am adding value to that person even if they, even if it's just a dollar. And what that did for me is it definitely made me feel better about me. And I thought, wow, you know, maybe I'm not such a schmuck and such a, you know, loser. Okay, because we beat ourselves up sometimes when we're in weird positions, don't we? We start making up things about ourselves that we're not good enough or that there's something wrong with us. And so I seriously did that and I didn't do it with the attachment of let me give you this so I can, uh, you know, so I get something in return. Although when I gave, I received. And so those of you who know me, you know, I pre preach. I don't like to say the word, but I, I, I preach it. Giving and receiving is the same energy. It really, really is. That the more I give, the more I receive. And the more I receive, the more I give. So feelings matter. When you raise your vibration up about who you are, things start flowing. Because I was blocking my own flow. I was blocking my abundance flow by beating myself up, okay? So my emotions got in the way. And the thing I want to say about emotions, they're really, really telling, okay? Because <clears throat> I talked about it this morning about basically, how, ask yourself this question. How do you feel when you have a lot of money? Here, I'm going to unmute you. Tell me how you feel when you have money. Powerful. Powerful? Secure. What was it? Free. Free. Secure. Secure. Light. Light. Anything else? Uh, important. Uh, able to help others. Able to help others. Valuable, I guess, is the other word. Okay. Yeah. Certainly. Okay. So, how do you feel when you don't have money? Powerless. Powerless. Afraid. 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 Scared. Afraid. Scared. What was it? Scared? Scared. Mm -hmm. Lots of fear? Mm -hmm. Fearful. Fearful. Yeah. So these emotions, so ask yourself this question now. This might blow your mind. Are you ready? What came first? The what? what came first? The money or the emotion? The emotion. And there's not a right or wrong answer here. Just ask yourself that question. Was I feeling fearful or powerless or whatever? And my money kind of went along with that, meaning I didn't have any. Or 
was I feeling light and free and powerful and all of those other words, okay? Was I feeling that way because I had money? What was first? The money, did that bring it to me? Or did my feeling place bring, it, bring the money to me? Or did the money come first and then I felt good? I think it's the feeling place first. Yeah. For many people, so I, again, it's not a right or wrong answer. Just ask yourself that question. And what I'm, what I'm asking you to uh, engage in is maybe, just maybe, we have all the answers in here with our emotional being. That's why I love essence of being, right? Because our emotions really do create things. Our thoughts create. We have vibrations. And they've actually proven that. They've proven that our thoughts have vibrations in quantum physics. Don't ask me how they've proven it, but they have. That basically when we think something, it vibrates out. So if we're feeling guilty, that's an emotion, yes? Or it's a feeling, right? So if we feel guilty about our debt or I could have done that, why didn't I make that investment? Or I should be in a different position than I'm in now. Why did I wait? Shoulda, woulda, coulda. I'm too old to do whatever now. Okay, so we start feeling these feelings about ourselves and we feel guilty and maybe we just feel like we're not enough or there's just a lot of fear. And so, as I have said before, when you're feeling guilty and you're vibrating that, you are attracting punishment because guilt demands punishment. Therefore, you will attract something to you, someone to you, an opportunity to you, an institution to you, you will attract something to punish you or you'll self-sabotage and punish yourself and say, see, told you. And so when you feel like you're in debt or whatever you're guilty about or whatever you're fearful about, be mindful, that's what you're vibrating. And that's what you will also attract to you so the opposite of guilt is what? Innocence. Innocence. Yay. So being innocent around money is really important. And people, you know, a lot of people don't understand that concept. But, you know, money, of course, is just energy, right? It's just a, it's, it's an exchange. But so many of us get our feelings and our emotions all wrapped up into our credit scores, our bank accounts. If I have a lot of money, I'm free. If I have a lot of money, I'm light, right? So we attach certain feelings around that thing called money or wealth or prosperity. Therefore, be mindful again that it's our emotions that are allowing us to cause that. So when we feel innocent, we can attract so much more to us because we're opening up the channel of flow. And... It's still part of give as you go and create a flow. All right. So um, any questions about the guilt part and about uh, demanding punishment and being innocent around money? Yes, Susan. Hear me okay? Yep. Okay. So should we create more of a, like a no emotion with energy? Should we create... Uh, not attach an emotion to, I'm sorry, not attach an, an emotion to money. 
I, I, I would not say, I would not, I would never say don't feel around money. Okay. Because I'm, what I'm saying around attaching certain things to it is that we attach our value and our worth to money. The feelings behind it, we can still be happy and sad and have money. Yes. Okay. And we can still be happy and sad and not have money. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So have it as a result of. Right. Right. It's not a result of necessarily, but the value, the value is what we attach to it. We, we value ourselves based on those feelings that we project onto money. And this is going to be a fun little exercise for you that we're about to do. Okay. So that you can see what I'm talking about. Um, good question. So the other thing I wanted, I mentioned this morning in the other call is that our emotions are, uh, liquid. Our emotions are amplified in water. Did you know that? Have you, if you get in water, it amplifies your emotion, whatever you're feeling. And I'm going to mute you guys again. Okay. So just think about this, about water and wealth. All right. They just don't start with W's. All right. So think about this. When we talk about wealth consciousness, we talk about liquid assets, liquid assets, currency, trickle-down economics, cash flow, multiple streams of income. So it's very interesting to me how water is equated with wealth sometimes. And so Water is also, like I said, amplifying your emotions. So sometimes it's sort of like, and I talked about this this morning, you have a gas, you're driving your car and you put your gas on, you know what you want, you're going for the money, you're going for the cash, you're going for the wealth, you're going for the purpose, you've got your desires, you're going for it 100 miles an hour, and at the same time you have your brake on, which is the resistance or your belief you can't have it, or it's not coming fast enough. Or I've got too many bumps and things getting in the way. And we put up all this resistance. Okay. And that's our subconscious beliefs a lot of times. Not always. But it's our subconscious beliefs that can block us. It's not aligned with our conscious belief of what we want. So our desires are what we want. Our break is what we don't want. And it's our resistance or belief we can't have it. So we end up going through life spinning our wheels we don't go anywhere because we've got our we have our gas and our brake on at the same time but what do most of us do we let go of the gas we let go of our desire because we know how to do that we know how to settle oh well it is what it is this wasn't meant to be i'll do that next lifetime so we let go of our visions, we let go of our dreams, we let go of our desire. And what I'm offering you is perhaps there's another way to do this, is to let go of the break. Let go of the break or the resistance or the belief that you can't have it. And that is perhaps your subconscious blocks or beliefs around money and wealth and prosperity, okay, and your own worthiness that can get in the way. So if you let go of that, first you have to become aware of them. And then once you're aware of them, you can use the tools, a lot of the things that I give you in a lot of the workshops that we do, and tonight I'll give you one, okay, that will help you and support you and keep you on the right track. 
And one of my favorite things I say, I'm going to unmute everybody, those of you who are EOB essence of being graduates, uh, try, I trust and allow and don't ask how. All right. You get A's. Okay. Trust and allow and don't ask how. Okay. So if you just trust and allow that this works and what you resist persists. I know many of you may have heard that before. If you keep resisting something, it keeps coming back. So if you're resisting making a lot of money, okay, for whatever reason, or maybe you've made a lot of money, you've lost it. Okay. Or you have maybe have this belief you can't keep it. Or maybe you think there's a lot of other things you can think. And again, with our subconscious beliefs, I can only do so much with you in this hour. But if you join me at Essence of Abundance next Saturday, not this Saturday, but next Saturday, we're doing a three-hour live workshop. It's 47 bucks, you guys. Dig it out. You can do this, okay? So it's going to be a three-hour live where we're going to really dig deep in as much as we can. But for now, um, I want to... I want us to go there and find out some of your belief systems around money and prosperity and wealth. And I call it your bubble talk. It's that subconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want. It's like having a little bubble above your head. And that's what you're thinking. Like in those cartoon characters, you could be saying all day long, I'm going to invest in blank. I'm going to look at my credit score. I'm going to do affirmations, Burge. Um, I'm going to, um, um, I'm going to use all these tools, but yet if your bubble talk is saying you're not worthy, you don't deserve it, I'm not good enough, then it can block or not support you as easily when you're not aligned. Does that make sense? Yes, just not make your phone go up and down too. Okay, so yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to go in and see what some of our bubble talk is uh, around money. And this is a stream of consciousness writing. And what I mean by that, you write down the first thing that comes up. I'm going to say a statement. And if you're driving, you can go back and listen to the recording. Or you can just think of it. If, you're, if you don't have anything to write with, put it on your phone. But it's a stream of consciousness writing, okay, where you don't edit it, don't think about it. Just put down the first thing that comes up. All right? Here we go. And I'm just, I want you to just finish the sentence. And you may even not even go, I don't feel that. I don't know what that is. Just write down the first thing that comes up. All right. I have a fear of having money because I have a fear of having money because And if you have your video on and you're not writing, I see you. Okay, finish up on that one. And the next one is, I have a fear of giving money because I have a fear of giving money because Just write the first thing. Next one. 
is I have a fear of receiving money because I have a fear of receiving money because The next one. When I touch money, I feel, and I won't be able to do this for very long with Bitcoin, but anyway, when I touch money, I feel what? What do you feel? When you actually touch cash. First thing you think of. Okay, and the last one is, if money were a person, how would I describe my relationship with him or her? If money were a person, how would I describe my relationship with him or her? First identify, is it a him or a her? If money were a person, how would I describe my relationship with him or her? Okay, just finish up on the one you're on. And I see you, Donna, you're driving. <laughs> okay. So what I'm going to do, uh, if you want to share, I'd love for some of you to share your answers, any ahas that you got or any um, thoughts because as we share some of these things I'm going to go into to detail about them with you and you probably have some of very similar things so uh, when you share these things it also helps and supports other people and what they wrote so anybody want to share anything Hello. okay Susan go so for the first one I have a fear of having money because I, I had a blank Okay. Um, on that one. Um, and then I have a fear of giving because it may not be appreciated or wasted or not spent the way it was asked for. Mm -hmm. um, I have a fear of receiving money because, and I was blank there. Um, and then when I touch money, I feel more abundant. I kind of like cash. I like counting it. Um, if money were like a person, a relationship, it would be a man and it's giving a lot but no commitment ah interesting who's giving a lot you or the man the man but no commitment mm -hmm. interesting okay I love that answer because now you can maybe see a parallel <laughs> of money if you look at money as a man and they give a lot but they don't commit Okay, so can I keep, so will money stick around? Right? So if you have that kind of uh, overlay or belief system around 
what you're projecting onto cash or money, then that certainly can play out in your money prosperity wealth game. Okay. So the thing about being, uh, for some of you, you may have written that too about, I don't want to give money sometimes or my fear is that they're not going to spend it the way I want them to spend it or, or the way that I wanted them to do it. Right. So we have judgments around people or giving like they're supposed to do it in a certain way and we don't want them to waste it. So the thing about that is um, if you are feeling that, that you're giving something and you're wanting them to do it a certain way, it, you have to let go of the attachment. So here's the thing about attachment. When you get attached to how another person receives your gifts, whether it's money, whether it's love, no matter what it is, okay, you are, um, you could be setting yourself up for disappointment. So my suggestion is when you give, okay, you're doing so in the realm of trusting and allowing and not know how they're going to do anything with you're doing it because you want to because it makes you feel good just like I said give as you go and create a flow and giving for some people is really tough because they feel like there's not enough and that's the scarcity model that we've a lot of us have grown up with that there's not enough money so you better do you better you spend it wisely and we get our fingers pointed at us a lot from when we were younger and we were raised perhaps with certain beliefs around money, which we're going to go into in our workshop, April, uh, June 27th. We're in June Burge, not April. God. So, um, yeah, so that's great, Susan. Does That's very, um, I like that. I like what you said. So good job there. So good awareness, good aha. Uh -huh. Anybody else want to share anything about giving and receiving? Yes, Yvonne and then Jose, Josette yeah. and then Rob. Virg, when is the, uh, the date for the workshop? It's the one coming up is June 27th uh, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard. And it's three hours. Uh, and we're doing a virtual workshop like this, but it's all Zoom. You have to be on Zoom to do it. Yeah. And we're going to go. Okay. Okay, I want to make sure I'm on it. Yeah. And by the way, those of you. Go to essenceofbeing.com slash EOA, all right, which stands for Essence of Abundance. Go there, just scroll down, and it's the very first one that says $47 for June 27th for three-hour virtual workshop, okay? So that's a one I'm, I'm also doing another one in July, but you'll see that too. But June is the one coming up, okay? Okay, and you're also going to send emails, right? Of course. Okay. Okay, so um, my turn to play. What I had was I have a fear of having money because who am I to have loads of money? Um, I have a fear of giving money because I'll never see it again. I have a fear of receiving money because they won't believe I can have this money. When I touch money, I feel nothing. If money were a person, how would I describe my relationship with him it's a male energy and i have to take it away from someone ah so you feel like in order for you to win someone else has to lose 
Oh. So that's not playing a win-win game there, Yvonne. And this is a, most of us were raised that way. It's a win or lose world. And which still goes back to the whole belief in scarcity and not abundance. Because in my belief is there is enough for all of us. But, but the simple fact that you believe that, that it's a very ingrained subconscious belief that there's not enough, okay? Therefore, um, first of all, you were talking about your own worthiness and your value when you were saying, what was the first one about? Um, Who am I to have loads of money? Who am I to have that, right? And so, there, again, there's judgment. And there's judgment about your own value. And many people don't want to have a lot of money because what are people going to think about me? Are they going to love me for who I am? What are they going to want from me? Am I going to be able to maintain that? There's a lot of responsibility involved in that, we think. And those simple thoughts can block us from receiving riches. And we don't want to be judged. We want to be loved right? We want to be liked. We want to be loved. We don't want to be judged. We don't want anybody to say to us, you're a greedy bastard. So for some time, for some people, that is a very ingrained conscious belief that if I'm rich, people are going to project onto me and they're not going to like me for who I am or they're going to want something from me. So that's really great, Yvonne. You had, you had a big, aha. I saw, I saw a light bulb go off just now. Yeah. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Okay, Josette, what do you have, hon? Okay, um, my answer is a little different from when we were on the Women's uh, Prosperity Network call, but I just went with what I came up with this time. So, okay. um, the um, I have a fear of having money. I have a fear of having money because I've never really had it in large significance. Um, not more than enough. Um, I have a fear of giving money because it doesn't come back multiplied. So that whole like law of giving and receiving, I kind of don't feel like I receive it back. Um, I have a fear of receiving money because of I've never really received it in abundance. Um, when I touch money, I feel good, kind of joy, happiness. I like to smell the smell of money. Um, if money were a person, how would I describe my relationship with him or her? It's a guy um, controlling and not reliable. <laughs> I love that. I mean, does that give you an awareness of money is controlling? Mm -hmm. Okay, money is controlling, and maybe you have been controlled. Many of us have been controlled by money, haven't we? Right. We have been, been controlled by money, and also you said that what was the thing about receiving? It's not enough that you only that you've only. Right. Right. It's, it's not in abundance. abundance. Not, not uh, abundance or uh, plentiful. And the thing about receiving is like you know I feel like I've given. I've I've been in prosperity workshops and everybody I've helped everybody else receive stuff and seemingly zilto nothing is happening in my life. You know, I, I do all these kind of things on the internet. I've led affirmation groups and people are like money's falling out the sky for them. 
And it's like, uh, I'm the leader and okay, okay, so you're in the position uh, at times when I was too. Right, exactly. I'm like, what the hell? So the receiving part for you, huh? and this is for all of us, if we, if we know that that's us, if, if you can resonate with not receiving, because here's what I said, and this is what I believe, that not receiving is socially acceptable. However, it's spiritually inappropriate. In order for you to give, there has to be receivers. So in order for you to not, if you don't receive, okay, it's, it's harder to give. In other words, some people give because they want to receive. But the whole point of this, it's opposite for me anyway. It's the more I receive, the more I give. The more I give, the more I receive. And there's no strings attached because many of us are afraid to receive money because there's strings attached. What do they want for it? You know, mm-hmm. I got to have to do for this. And oh, by the way, it's not enough. The thing I want to address about the not enough, or it's just a little bit that I've been given or I receive. Okay. Is you have to learn how to prime the pump. I don't know how, I don't know if any of you are old enough to understand pumps, but we used to have to go out and pump the water and prime it. It's called priming the pump. You have to pump it a lot of times. Before the water comes out. For the water to come out. Okay. <laughs> and so oftentimes we pump it once or twice and we're done. If we keep priming the pump, which can mean if we keep receiving and just keep receiving because we deserve it, we don't have to give anything back because remember my little thing about the baby if you're, if you're looking at the baby and you're saying, you're so cute, you're such a cute little baby, the baby is just, what is the baby doing? The baby's looking at you going, receiving. The baby's saying, oh, I receive it. And that gives you something back because you feel your heart opens up and you feel that. You get something back, okay, by them receiving. So just think about it in reverse. If you would open up to receive, okay, just think of how warm-hearted and wonderful it makes someone else feel feel to give. Mm, without, okay. strings attached, without strings attached. And if you block receiving, you are doing them a disservice. You're not giving to them at all. Mm. You're not giving to them. You're being selfish by not receiving. Mm which is totally uh, opposite, you know, for many people. They don't, it's, it doesn't make sense. But if you're saying to the universe or whoever, give me money because I deserve it. I want prosperity and my beliefs. I want my, my riches to come because I deserve it. But you're also saying, no, I don't really want it because mm. I want to receive it. Okay. So receiving is huge. It's huge for a lot of people that are givers. Okay, and some people give because they want to make themselves feel better. And think about how you feel when that other person receives it from you. You feel good, but mm-hmm. think about if I don't receive, I'm being selfish. So that's your that's your goal in life, Josette, is to just say to yourself, if I don't receive from that person right now, even if it's a dollar, uh, I'm being selfish. Okay. And- <laughs> Watch what happens, my friend. Okay. Watch what happens, okay? Okay. <laughs> It'll start shifting things and opening up a whole nother flow for you, okay? All right. Good job. All right, Robert. 
Oops, sorry. Go ahead. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So um, nothing really jumped out at me on the questions except for the second one, which is um, my fear of giving money. And it, you know, damn, I don't want to have to replace it. I mean, I don't want to have to go make more. You know, that jumped out at me. And, um, but then as you um, continue to talk on, you, you brought up the idea of being attached to it. That resonated with me also. And I'm like, Robert, you know this stuff. You just got to, you know, you know, let it go and, and not be too worried about how it's going to come back because, you know, trust and allow, don't ask how. Exactly. That's exactly right. But it's a great awareness, Robert. And many people are like that. It's like, I work too hard for this. You know, I don't want to have to keep working my ass off to create all of this. So I don't want to give it. But again, that boils right back down to, if you boil it all down to scarcity versus abundance. Right. But there's not enough. Okay, so you know that's where it goes back to, and don't beat yourself up that you, you know, don't go there either, saying, I, you know better, because when you start beating yourself up, you feel guilty, and you start self-sabotaging and attracting punishment. Okay, my friend? Okay, you know, then that's true. So there's no strings attached. So you guys, whatever you wrote down, and this, Joy, did you want to share anything? Because you had about um, judgment, about when you have a lot of money, people judge you? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, good. Um, I feel very judged by my family for being the black sheep and for being poor. And it, it takes every interaction I have with them. Okay. Okay. So they're judging you for what you don't have? Yes. I see. Okay. I thought you were saying they were judging you for what you do have. Okay. Either way, judging is painful. And it, it becomes your feelings of worthlessness and unworthiness and not deserving only if you allow their projections to enter into your space, to enter into your consciousness and into your thought patterns. So when people start judging you about that, you basically have two choices. You either let it come in and feel it, or you don't. So most of the time when people are judging other people, and especially family and people that are close to us, because they're the ones that can hurt us the most, right? Because there's a lot of, remember when, when, when there's a lot of love present, everything unlike love comes up for the purpose of healing. So when there's a lot of, connection and, and love present, even if it doesn't look like love in a family, okay? It brings up everything unlike love for us to heal stuff. So the part of you that might be judging, unconsciously maybe, yourself, and most of us, you know, doing the I coulda, woulda, shoulda, why am I in this position, okay? That it's our own self-judgment that they're bringing to us. In this case, it's not my own self-judgment, I'm certain. Okay. So and even if I don't take it on, which yeah. isn't always because okay. I'm, it, it is uh, a pervasive thing, but even if I'm not taking it on, they still are projecting that. Okay. Always. So talk to the hand, Joy. You know, when they start doing that, just, you know, talk to the hand. Don't let it come into your space because it's not you. And if it still triggers you, then there's something to look at, hon. 
if you feel sad for them. Okay. Well, you can't, you're not responsible for their feelings and their That's thoughts true. and their beliefs. You're not responsible. And being a healer, I know you. And being a giver, I know you. And you want to help everybody, including your family, especially. Right? So you're not responsible for them. I do know that. I know you know it, but I'm telling you again. Okay. <laughs> hear it from a different perspective and hear it with your heart open, okay? Okay, thank you. Doing the best. You're, do you're great, Joy. You bring joy to so many people. Screw them if they don't know. No, I'm kidding. Don't no, kidding. That's so not where I'm Okay. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetie. Okay. So um, great stuff, you guys. And again, there's only so much I can do in two seconds here. However, whatever you wrote down, you become more aware of perhaps some of the breaks or some of the blocks or some of the subconscious thoughts that could be limiting you from really having everything that you want. So let me give you a couple of, um, well, let me give you a big tool here. Okay. And I want you to draw a circle if you can, if you've got your paper and pencil, just draw a big circle in, on the page. And, I, and this is going to be your prosperity pie. Okay. And your prosperity pie, um, you're going to put it into four quadrants. And I call them my four buckets, but for your purposes right now, I want you to, um, you're going to divide up your pie into four place, four ways. What percentage of your pie do you think you spend? So 100% of your pie, 30% of your pie, 50% of your pie, what do you spend? Because there are four, there's four different buckets we're going to go to. Spend is the first one. The second one is save. How much of your prosperity pie do you save? 10%, 5%, 0, 100. The third one is invest. Now, what's the difference? Investing is something that you are using to create more cash because you are the uh, master and your cash is your employee, okay? So it's something that you invest in, things that you invest in that create more money, not necessarily saving. Saving is a little different distinction I'll go to in a minute. But investments are things that you utilize so that you can have the, your money work for you. It can be stocks, bonds, real estate, IOUs, loans, business, um, buying businesses, um, royalties, money markets, things that you're investing that you're going to be able to gain something from at some point. Okay. How much do you do that? Zero, 10, 20%. And then the last one is giving. Some people call it tithing. And it doesn't have to necessarily be 10%, but giving and what I call tithing or giving is something that makes your heart sing. What percentage of the time do you, of your money that you have coming in, and let's do this on a monthly basis. So you have whatever income comes in, whether it's from your job, whether it's from business, whether it's from other investments, where does the money go each month? What percentages 
do you have of spending, saving, investing, and giving? So the thing about this is, no matter what you bring in every month, no matter what kind of cash flow or, or cash or income that comes in from whatever sources you have, okay? If you make it a habit to put something in all four of these buckets every time, I don't care if it's a dollar, I don't care if it's 10%, 5%, you can make it, you can change it up if you want. But if, you're, if your pie is 95% spending, you're gonna be working a long time. Okay, remember I said, you want your money to work for you, not you work for it. So if you can get into the habit of spend, save, invest, and give. Now, spend. We all know how to do that. And there's something I want to say about spending is that some people spend money to avoid pain. So think about it when you're in pain or if you're depressed or whatever. What do you do? You go eat, you go get a, get a new dress, order online, you know, go, go have a drink, go eat something fancy. You know, we spend money sometimes to avoid the pain, okay? And other times we're, we don't, we spend because sometimes, sometimes we just, uh, we think it's going to make us feel better. So just notice your spending habits. Why are you spending money? What are you spending it on, you know? And there's a whole bunch of stuff we can go into that, uh, that we'll go into in our workshops, all right? about how you're spending your money and how you're leaking money because it's like you go on some people go unconscious around money they just go unconscious they don't know where their money went okay um now investing like i said investing is where you can use that cash or use that money to keep buying more assets that's why rich people get richer is they buy assets they don't buy liabilities a boat is a liability. It doesn't bring money into your, into your pocket unless you're a boat fisherman and you rent it out. Then it does. So anything that puts money in your pocket is an asset. So that's what you use your investments for. You buy assets now. And you can use, um, those, you can take money out of investments and put it in other investments, okay? Now, saving is something different. Saving is where you never touch the principal. Never touch it. You can touch the interest. Take the interest out all day long and buy all kinds of stuff if you want, or invest in more stuff, or give, whatever you want to do. But savings, the whole idea of saving is you have, you know, there's been a lot, you can take a lot of investment workshops and strategies, you know, to have, I have to have three months or four months or five months or whatever months of bills saved up in my savings account in case something happens, right? So that you feel like you've got a buffer. Well, it's the same concept. If you have a savings account, and I don't mean like a real, I don't mean like savings in a bank, because that's 
not going to do much, but I'm talking about having some kind of an account where you never touch it unless you get the interest out. And the feeling that you have from that is you always have money. You always have enough. You have, even if you put, and this is another thing you can do, you can put a $100 bill in your wallet or your purse, and you always have a $100 bill in your wallet or your purse, and you never spend it. If you absolutely have to, you replace it immediately. So it's a matter of that energy of feeling abundant. I, I have a hundred bucks. I could, I could spend that. I could go buy that. I could have that. So a savings is just like that. It's that feeling of there's enough. It helps you with that feeling place of having a buffer. The giving part, again, whatever makes your heart sing. And remember, give as you go and create a flow. If it makes your heart sing, then it opens up the flow for you and you don't, you know, your sphincter opens up a little bit, right? <laughs> some of us like, got to hold on to my cash because I've got enough. So sometimes if we allow ourselves just to make ourselves feel good about what we're giving, it can be to a person, to a charity, to, to all kinds of things. You could be giving to yourself in education, like doing a workshop with, I don't know, Essence of Being or something. So being able to invest in yourself is also a gift as well. Okay? Um, so the, I want you to say this after me. It's always a good time to make money. It's always a good time to make money. Got it. You got it. <laughs> I just wanted to hear y'all say that. It's all the time to make money because don't buy the hype that, do you know that most millionaires made their millions in, in the Depression era? And the billionaires now, they're uh, through what we're going through right now, there's a lot of billionaires being. Okay? So it's always a good time to make money. It's really about your own worth. And if you don't, if you have your subconscious and your conscious aligned, because just think about what you can do. What think of the impact you have if you? Because some people think I, there's no, I don't want millions, I don't want billions. That's too much. I don't want to be greedy. That could be an absolute block for you allowing whatever it is. That could be an absolute block. Because just think about what what could you do? What kind of an impact could you make in the world? <clears throat> I know most of you, if not all of you, are conscious leaders and you want to make an impact in the world, whether it's to your family or everybody, okay? You want to have an impact and you want to add value. So ask yourself this last question, am I willing to do whatever it takes to break free? Am I willing to do whatever it takes to break free? And if your answer is no, that's okay. Just know that's your answer. And if the answer is yes, just understand that in order for you to break free, sometimes you have to go through a breakdown. Mm -hmm. So you may be going through a breakdown. And what's after a breakdown, everybody? Break through. through. And then when you break through, you break free. free. All right? So just understand it's a process. 
you, if you're going through a breakdown or if you've ever been through a breakdown, just think about how you broke through. That you have evidence if you look for it, that you too can shift out of wherever you're at if it's something that, you know, if there's, if there's a last little piece that's hanging out there for you, for you to go to the next level, whatever that is for you. And don't let your circumstance around you stop you. You have a question, Susan? Yeah, I just wanted to share something I noticed, you know, I was trying to do an exercise, an abundance exercise, because my dream is I want to buy or build a house on a lake. And so I just started shopping for fun to see what I prefer. And I started gravitating towards, well, I, I can't afford that. I can't, I'm like, no, this is a dream, you know, like, why should I limit myself? Like, maybe I can afford a four million dollar house and so i just gotta go decide what i like what i don't like not how much of it how much it is or how like and then i thought okay well i did that and then it was like well i don't want to clean this whole place and then i thought i can hire somebody like it was just all these blocks that i kept finding come up when i was trying to decide what i liked and what i didn't like rather than just for pure what i liked Exactly. That is, and you imagine yourself into it. Oh, come on. I swear. That's how I found my house. That's how I went from where I was to where I'm in now. I have a very, I have a six bedroom, uh, 6,000 square foot house. I have real estate properties all around the world. I have beach homes. I have all these things, right? And I was living in a van down by the river. Okay. So how did I do that? I actually walked by these homes and I've envisioned, you know, all the stories, the vision boards and the, all that stuff and kept on and didn't give up and totally let go of, of my imagination. I walked by this house every day and said, I'm going to have that one day. I'm going to have that one day. I had no idea. I didn't have a pot to piss in. Okay. <laughs> everybody, thought, everybody thought I was, you know, nuts, <laughs> but I dreamed myself into this house. <laughs> I did. And you can ask people who knew me back then, okay? I dreamed myself into this house. And sure enough, I got it. And it came, actually, it was on the market, and somebody else bought it. And, I'm, and my, my intention was so powerful, it fell through, and I got it. And I re, but I lived it. I, and there was no way I could afford it when I was doing that, and, you know, in reality terms. But I didn't give up. So I love that story, Susan. So it really... It, it's not it's not bull it really does work that's what happened with this house that i'm in um i didn't think i could afford it and but we just walked through it and we just kept coming to the house and and i was like you know thinking oh yeah we could do this we could do this and then I, yeah. and yep. I, when i was when i gave up they called me and threw me a deal i couldn't resist it all fell through lower interest rate they threw everything in the kitchen sink in and here I am. Ta-da! So you have evidence that this stuff works. Mm -hmm. Okay? And all of us do if we look for it. If you look for the evidence that things really do work out for us and that the universe is conspiring in our favor, even though it doesn't feel like it sometimes, we'll find it. I have somebody, the 813, did you want to say something before we go? 813, Nine three four two. No, okay. 
she's unmuted or he's unmuted. Okay, so um, next power hour, guys, it's going to be pretty uh, intense because of what's going on right now. I thought I just would lean into it. So we're going to we're going to be discovering our subconscious beliefs around race. Okay. And we're going to go there and we're going to have some discussions. Okay. So I, I just wanted to bring that up that that's what we're going to talk about. It's going to be, I'm sure, very interesting for all of us just to kind of lean into that and see where we're at, you know, and just different opinions about things and kind of look at, our own prejudices and our own non-prejudices and our own subconscious beliefs around those types of things. And I'm sure um, it'll be uh, engaging. Okay. So that's going to be in July. That's remember our power hours are the third Wednesday of every month. I've been doing it every, every month for six years now. And uh, that's July 15th, I believe is the date for that. Okay. Now, Last thing, next, next week, next Saturday, join me. Go to essenceofbeing.com slash EOA. Stands for Essence of Abundance. Come play with me in the workshop. It's three hours in, in June. And it'll, it's only 47 bucks. And by the way, uh, in July, we're doing it again. <laughs> uh, but it'll be a five-hour workshop, right? And if you're in the Conscious Leadership Academy, those of you who are in it as lifetime members and part of our, our um conscious leadership you know it's free for you okay so um check out conscious leadership academy check out essence of being come play with me on a on a, a you know just be with me because i'm here for you and i just want to say you matter you're important and you make a difference and let's all be abundant together because there is enough so i'm going to unmute everybody and uh, hopefully we can say until next time, see you soon. Thank you, Burge. Until next time. Thank you. Thank you, Burge. Bye. Uh, Thank you. Hi, everyone. Gail and Susan and Joy and Robert and Don and Diane and Barbara and Yvonne and Josette and Arlene and Krista and Ellen and Christina. I can't even see everybody. You're all left. Okay. My <laughs> phone rang just as you unmuted us. <laughs> Is that Krista? Thank you, Bird. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Sandra. Thank you for joining me. Come play with me next week. We're going to dive deep. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. I had an aha uh -huh today. Thank okay, you. Good. Let me let me do a um, stop. I'm going to stop the recording for a minute. All right.